0: I love it. What? The famous saying mommy told us, life is a narrow bridge. The main thing is not to be afraid. The main thing is not to be afraid. No fear. No fear. (gasps) Micha, watch out. (laughs) Can we stop talking about all of this nonsense? Hanan, listen to your father. Obviously, fear is very important. Don't let your mother put all of these crazy ideas in your head. Fear is what motivates you to pay attention to how you are driving, which keeps you alive. Fear helps you be on time to work, which keeps your job. And fear will help you be happy by finding a nice girl so you don't end up 50 years old and single like Ruti's son. Wow. Daddy, you sure know how to spoil a party. Help me out here, Mommy. Your father is absolutely correct. Fear is complicated, Hannah. On the one hand, fear can blind you and paralyze you. But fear can also sharpen and focus your life. The biggest paradox is that fear is actually an essential ingredient in finding real love. What did you say? Your mother said that your father is absolutely correct. I heard that part. And that if you don't marry a nice girl soon, you will end up 50 years old and single like Ruth. I heard that too. But what did you say about fear being essential for love? To realize how fear is a part of finding love, we have to first recognize that fear is usually what prevents real love. Unfortunately, the negative type of fear is a basis of most of our supposed love experiences. It even happens with the purest love, for example, with our own grandson. Oh, so cute. Oh, We love Danny so much that we bought him a $100 outfit for his birthday. And he looks beautiful in it. All the grandparents were commenting how beautiful he looks. He does look beautiful in it and very cute. But he is one year old. Was that entirely for him or at least partially for us to feel better about ourselves? Fish love. Most of what we call love is based on fear. Fear of shame or punishment, fear of not being worth loving, or one of the biggest fears of all, the fear of being alone. But ultimately, when we are in a relationship because of fear, that's not love, because it's just feeding our own ego. So therefore, fear has no place in love. Except when we look at real love. For example, Adam and Eve. I had a feeling we were going to talk about them again. There is an old legend that tells that Adam and Eve were originally connected. They were one body. But the problem was they were facing away from each other. So God cut them in half. He separated them so they could turn around and face one another and meet. But then they were separated from each other. They weren't connected anymore. Sounds like something from Alien rather than from the Bible. But what's your point? When you meet another person, you are confronting someone who is not you. You are facing otherness. It's unpredictable. It's very scary. So most people instinctively put their ego back into it. Because we need to feel in control. And we just make the other person part of our own ego instead of letting the other person exist as someone else. That's so true. That's why the first three months of a relationship feel so good. Everything about your partner is perfect. But you actually don't know anything about the other person. So you fill in what you don't know with what you want the other person to be. You convince yourself that it's that person. But it's actually just a reflection of your own ego. But real love can't exist with the ego. Real love needs to be created in the space between the two people, without the ego. That space between the two people is the unknown, the uncertainty, the otherness, the fear. This doesn't sound very appealing. It's not easy, that's for sure. But fear is always pointing to something that is hidden. They say that when we are falling, we should be happy. Because we're being taught how to get back up. If we let fear paralyze us and we panic, then we rush to judgment, which is the worst thing of all. But if we can see that the fear is actually a challenge, if we embrace the fear as an opportunity to discover something deeper, something more meaningful, then... Fear can become a catalyst to grow beyond ourselves. And it is in that space, beyond ourselves, without ego, where we can ultimately find our true selves, where we can find meaning, and where real love exists. I told you that fear is important. Hmm. Okay, I just have one more question. You said in our previous conversation about Adam and Eve, that Adam and Eve's fear, nakedness, separateness, self-consciousness could all be interpreted as an illusion. Why would God create such an illusion? Why would God want us to feel separated? That's a very good question, Hanan. Maybe it's because letting go of the ego and embracing fear is possibly the most difficult thing a person can do. But if one chooses to do it, if you choose to trust because there is hope, then your choice gives meaning to the idea of echad. What's echad? One. One? There is a story about a ship that was in the middle of the ocean, in the middle of a terrible storm. All of the passengers were hiding below the deck. But a young boy was outside on the deck, sitting calmly. One of the passengers asked the boy, Aren't you afraid? And the boy answered, No, my father is a captain. I don't understand. Ask your mother. She will explain it to you.